0: Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. washer and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now
1: thank you so much for sticking with me america so as we were discussing in the first segment i want to flip it i want to ask you a question about yourself but i want to flip it I want you to close your eyes for a minute and I want you to imagine you're me. You live in Ireland. You have a, trying to put this nicely, a pretty heavily socialist family. You have a family who believe in big government, big regulation. You have a family who believe in unions. You're surrounded by Catholics and some atheists. You live in a neighbourhood which is very, very socialist. The person who will likely top the poll in my constituency belongs to Sinn Féin, which is now openly using the word progressive, they're the progressive party. And you believe in government pretty much every way. Transport yourself to me. That you live here. This is your life. On a political scale... The best party in Ireland... Is probably... Hillary Clinton. In many ways. And the worst party is probably slightly worse than Bernie Sanders and everyone is in between and everyone will vote for them and support them. How would you act? You live here. This is your life. This is all you've known. How would you act? Would you demean and insult everyone you knew? would you look down your nose at them would you send them death threats because that's the cool thing now right you disagree with someone you got to send them a death threat it's cool especially someone in the media you know that's that's how people roll today you know in case you hadn't know for those who don't know what I'm talking about if you google some of my blaze colleagues you'll see some stories there How would you act is it possible now here's a question that's going to blow some people's minds is it possible to be a socialist and a good person is it possible to be a socialist and be a Christian <gasps> is it possible to be a socialist and God fearing is it possible to be a socialist and believe in Jesus Christ well I'm here to tell you it is I've got many friends over here, people I see in church, people I've volunteered with people I've done some emotional volunteering with stories that would break your heart And they're all good people, but they believe in government. You see, we're supposed to believe, or conservatives are supposed to believe in the individual. And when you believe in the individual and not the collective, you're acknowledging certain things. But among them is that each person has their own set of emotions, their own set of beliefs, and their own set of life experiences and they all come together to form who they are, their character and what they believe we need to start seeing the individual again and start humanizing it because right now in many ways there's an attack on the individual and some of those attacks are coming from quote unquote Republicans and Conservatives because right now because of the election season, and this is no justification. Well, it's 2016 and the presidency is so important, John. It's still no justification for acting like a jerk and a moron. We need to start seeing the individual. We need to stop dehumanizing the individual by only seeing their voting record. Oh, <gasps> You want to vote for Ted Cruz? I must crush you. You're wrong. You're Stupid! He's not eligible. All this stuff that you get. Oh, you want Marco Rubio? Oh my God. He's establishment. He's sellout. He's a whatever. Oh, you want Ben Carson? He hasn't got political experience. He talks like he's asleep all the time. And you really want him sitting across from Vladimir Putin? he put Vladimir Putin to the sleep. Who you vote for is only one part of what you do. if all you see is someone is a voting record then you no longer see the individual you no longer acknowledge their life experiences right or wrong of how they've got to this point in time right here right now I often talk in this show and if you've listened to me for a while you'll have heard me say this many times While 9 11 was one of your worst days, 9 12 was one of your greatest days. Because for that snapshot in history, your people came together. And it didn't matter who you voted for, or what your opinions were, or what political beliefs you had. You saw the human. You saw your American brother and sister. You saw them upset. You saw them in pain. and you wanted to help can you imagine if just a fraction of your people acted that way again actually understood the fundamental difference between your voting record and your character and your experiences because here's the thing let's just talk about the first thing in demeaning and insulting people and I'm on Twitter at Freedom Disciple. If you know of anyone, please send this person to me. How many people do you know that got insulted, got means, and said, you know what, that person who insulted me and, and called me all names under the sun and said I was the biggest idiot and I wasn't clear and I was just so stupid for not getting their point. I have went back and thought about it and they were absolutely right. I think they're, I'm going to join them. How many people do you know that has happened to? How many times does it happen to you where you're insulted, demeaned, felt like, made feel like crap? And then you went, huh, that person was right after all. Now even if you did think of the principles they were saying, if you, if you got rid of all the crap and the insults and you actually boiled down to the principles, and you said, actually, that person is Right? How likely are you to go talk to them and say, you know what, you're actually right. How likely are you go t- to just go side with them and stand with them in principle? It's damned hard, isn't it? Secondly, and we're at this point in America and in the world where people have no real alternative. You know, it's easy for people who believe in principles to say, I'm all for the Constitution. I'll use me as an example. It's easy for me to say, I'm all for the Constitution. I've read your history. I've studied it. I've sought out the things I believe in. But here's the truth. For someone who doesn't go do their own research, for someone who just doesn't have the time you know, a single mother of two young kids who works two part time jobs. She doesn't have time to be going through the news day in, day out. She doesn't have time to read books. She doesn't have time to listen to certain people and educate herself. She's more focused on putting food on the table, minding her two kids, getting them to school, doing all the laundry and all the household chores. Likewise, Somebody who works 60, 70, 80 hours a week. You know, some of these people like who are truck drivers, for example. Who, you know, spend four or five weeks away at a time from their partner, from their family. They mightn't have time to necessarily read and research. If you've done long distance driving, let me tell you, and I've done the small parts with things I've done. When you drive for six, seven, eight hours a day... Let me tell you, the last thing you want to do is crack open a book and go, let me read what the co- Alex uh, the Toadfield said. Or let me read some Edmund Burke. That's the last thing you want to do after driving. Now, how should we respond to those people who just aren't as smart as we are? Should we look down their noses at them? Because here's the thing, just on the Constitution, there are many in both parties, and this isn't a one party, this isn't all, I'm going to attack the left, there are many in both parties who don't believe in the Constitution or are at best paid lip service to us. Now you're just, you have a snapshot of someone who doesn't have that much time to educate themselves and understand the principles. Where do you go today to find someone who is constitutional, true and true? There are two people I know, and I do a lot of work, that I respect on the Constitution issue. Mark Levin and Judge Napolitano. There are two. One has a radio show and is just launching his own TV show, Best of Look, Mark. And the second one is on Fox at a different irregular times. It's not like he has a slot. He's on it at different times for different issues. They've obviously written books, but it's not easy to find them. So if you're not educated on the Constitution or what it means, you're looking at the world today going, well, neither of them really pay, so I'll pick a left or a right. give you another example, and this is easier. How many people today truly believe in the free market? Today you have the left, which believes in big government business, which is in like the likes of Solyndra, and saying the government should say what way to go forward. Well, Obama... Well, you know, if you believe in coal and you want to do a coal plant, it will bankrupt you. Yes, he said that. But it's okay to, you know, give millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to the likes of Solyndra, you know, for solar power. Or you have the other side, the Republicans, who believe in big business. You know, slamming the door shut after you to make sure no one threatens your wealth. Who believe in big regu- regulations. You want a simple test of the free market? There's one issue. And it's the simplest issue of all to sort out. It's even been discussed in this campaign trail. Ethanol. You could argue against ethanol on two reasons. One, the principled. Says, hey, we believe in the free market. We don't believe governments should pick winners and losers. Or two... A success rate. Ethanol is a commercial failure. Government shouldn't be investing in commercial failures. It has hurt millions of people. There's two arguments. I could go on longer but ethanol is a boring subject and I don't want to bore you. But there's two principled reasons you could argue against it. How many candidates did... No, in fact, you had one candidate, Ted Cruz, who was told, and I quote, by Donald Trump, he needs to get in line on ethanol. There's your front runner. If you're that single mother of kid, two kids, or you're that truck driver, or you're just a regular family, a farmer, it's not interesting to look at the news and read the philosophy and read your history. I find it fascinating, but I'm odd. I'm unusual. I think my upbringing in Ireland and understanding your culture says I'm odd and I'm different. But where do you get the free market solutions today? Where do you get the free market arguments? Now should we look down our nose at them and belittle them just because, well I'm just so smart, I understand the free market and I understand the constitution and I understand principles and I expect someone else to, even though there is real, no real voice for either today in the grand scheme of things you switch on ABC, you switch on Fox you switch on CNN where's the free market vision there? where is the free market vision? where is the constitutional voice there? yes, Judge Napolitano and Mark Levin appear but they don't have a slot they don't have their own show so should we keep insulting them? should we keep demeaning them? Or should we seek to reach out and try and educate them? And not get frustrated when they don't immediately see things our way. You know, freedom and discussing principles and discussing the free market, it isn't like a light switch where you just talk to someone and they just click a light switch and all of a sudden, ah, my 20, 30, 40, 50 years of life experiences has just been vanished because you've told me something in five minutes and I just got it. You know, many people today, and especially this is on the younger generation. I love people today who want to go, Oh, young people are so sucky, and young people suck, and young people are voting for Bernie Sanders, and the young generation just suck their crap. Yeah, because they haven't been given an alternative. Young people today, I feel sorry for them because not only are they not been given a new vision a vision of constitutional free market conservatism but not only that but when they because they're not given that they don't understand that they're not given the alternative and when they dare voice another opinion they're told they suck and oh my god you're just another socialist and do you not understand Europe how about we reach out to them and say hey there is another way hey This is another path. It isn't left versus right. There's another option. We need to get our arguments out there. So I ask you, as I go into this commercial break, how would you act if you were in Ireland? Should I look down on everyone? Because there is no alternative here. Should I insult and demean everyone? Should I send them death threats? Should I seek to silence them just because they believe in a vision I don't? Even if their vision has proved countless times over throughout the history of the world, it doesn't work. How would you act? And how should I act? I'll be right back, America. When our
0: water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up. And he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now freedom's disciple with jonathan dunn on demand the blaze radio network